Hi guys, I'm Layla. And I'm Marie. And, and we're Shrekastikum's guys. Welcome to Incoming Alumni, a podcast where we interview Sabbath graduates and ask them about their university life and application process. This episode is part two of our interview with Ia. So if you guys listened to our last podcast, Noah is an aspiring mechanical engineer at Georgia Tech in the US. In this episode, we're going to be talking about APs, as in the external exams and the classes, the UK versus the US in terms of an undergraduate degree, and Iyas is going to give us his advice. So without further ado, we're going to pick up right where we left off last time with AP Physics C. Because people don't understand how important Physics C is. I didn't understand anything from Physics C in straight back. It's because it's in the, in the, at first you take it in the break. Second of all, it's the first time you apply calculus to something that's not And so it like it doesn't you finally after it you finally start understanding how calculus works and why it works if you can like you're probably if you really want to understand you're gonna to have to watch videos outside of class because class is just it's a it's always in the break it's always distracting and the teachers try their best but straight fat kids are crazy <laughs> i gotta be honest but like take that class even if you don't take the exam if you want to be an engineer especially a mechanical engineer because you're gonna under you're gonna like get new knowledge and then you can put it on your transcript like i took this class and then you could like say some things like, oh, I couldn't afford the exam, whatever, whatever. Like make it seem like you, could, you couldn't take that exam even if you wanted to, but you were trying to put the effort. So you want to show them that you're putting in effort. That's like the most important thing. That's why you should take APs for like American universities. It saves you money. It shows them that you're like putting in the work. It gives you like knowledge to so give you an edge in university. And for UK universities, like you kind of just have to. So it's like three in one if you do them together. Thank you so much for like the in-depth of why we should take APs and why they're important. Which APs did you do like throughout your whole Shreifat career? And did you take like all the AP classes you could in school? Yeah, well, so when I was in school, like in the beginning, like in grade 10 and 11, I had this mentality like, I want to take everything. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I want to take everything. Okay. So, I, but, but there's only, a, there's a limit of the things you can take in grade 10 and 11. So in grade 10, I only took like psychology. Which is good. I got credit for it, and because it satisfied something we have an ethics requirement, it satisfied that. So that was good. I never had to do that class. And then I did in grade twelve, in grade eleven, I did statistics, and I did bio. Bio was good because it got rid of like the bio class that I had to do, and it was interesting, but it was hard. Bio was pretty hard. Statistics was so difficult. I didn't get credit for it. They, my university doesn't recognize it because they consider it like low level statistics, and I have to take like high level statistics. So that's the only statistics class I can take. So they, I didn't get credit for it. So also I would check like if the universities you wanted like. They have all the AP credits they like consider. So like I would also check, like, does my university like my 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 most so I would check like the universities that I'll most likely go to and the ones that I really want. Like so they'll be around like they should be around like five, six. I would check like do they take these classes? Because if they don't, like really don't waste your time. There's like even even if you think it'll like show that you're doing effort, show that you're doing efforts with another AP that they're gonna use. Like it, you have to be efficient. Don't waste your time. In grade 12, uh I I changed my mentality. I was like, I'm gonna take the APs. That are like that are, I think are going to be the most useful for me. So I just took calculus, and I took uh, physics, and I took computer science. So calculus is two is one exam, but like it's BC. Physics is two different exams, and uh, computer science is also one exam. And those are like so, those were like together. I have like twenty six credits with all those three that were transferred. I'm trying to remember if I did anything else. I took the chemistry class, and I took econ. So I could have done both. I just like my mom, me and my mom were like, she saw that I had like a long list of APs, but you know, in the beginning of the year or like in the middle of the year, like she's like, you really want to do all of them? And I, I thought about it and I thought like by then I kind of would have been graduating. I might be a bit lazy. I was like, econ and chemistry, like I'll never use these in my life. And I was like, I don't want to do them. And now I wish I did. We have a different question now. Why you said you applied to the UK universities and you got accepted into all of them? 
but you still chose to go to the US. Why did you choose the US over the UK? Well, that's a good question. Um, so my main choices, my competitive choices were between Georgia Tech and Imperial College. And Imperial College, my ranking is actually better than Georgia Tech. So according to my logic then, it, would have, it wouldn't have made sense. But I actually, I had a friend or like a, like a, a person who was a tripod who was a few years older than me, few years older than me. his name is Gautam. Uh, yeah, his name is Gautam. He, he was at Imperial College actually. And he was visiting uh, Shreifat during my senior year. And I told him like, oh, I got into Imperial, a conditional acceptance, obviously. Uh, and I got into Georgia Tech. Like, which one do you recommend for me, given that I'm an American, so I also have an American passport. He was like, he didn't even think about it. He's just like, definitely go to Georgia Tech. I think he was right. As a, like, if you're an American, definitely you want to be in America. Like, you're more likely to be able to switch to in-state tuition if it's a public university. Like, Georgia Tech for me is a public university. Next year, I'll be in-state. You're more likely to get a scholarship. You're more likely to get an internship because they like, if you're an international student in America, like you're, it's harder for you to get a scholarship, an internship because of visas or whatever. It's probably the same in the UK. Like they're going to prioritize UK citizens. So it's better to go to a country that like is going to prioritize you. I don't know how it is for like non-UK citizens, like in the UK. So if you're like international in the US versus international in the UK, I don't know like which one's better for you. Honestly, it's it could be the same. I'm not sure. But even if you're an international student and you want to go to the, like, choose between UK and US, there is like what I know is like the US is more flexible. Like you choose your own classes and you don't choose early in America. You don't change your major in the UK. So it's a four-year program. You do it and you finish. In America, it's up to you. Obviously, if you're not the type of person who like wants to like plan everything for themselves and manage everything for themselves, like, you kind of just want to get with the program and stick with it. And that's how you see yourself succeeding the best. Because the UK is still a great place to like achieve what you want to achieve and learn what you want to learn. It's just different. Like I rather I wanted more of the flexibility. And you'll get all the same opportunities. You'll probably get an opportunity to do research, an opportunity to do an internship. It's just going to be different. In America, it's it's mainly by you. You have advisors, but it's all up to you. Like internships, you have to apply by yourselves. You have to talk to recruiters by yourself. Like that's my whole thing right now. I'm just looking for internships right now. I've in the past two weeks, I've applied to over 100 jobs. Like the university doesn't do anything for me. We have career fairs. I've talked to like 20 different recruiters, and then after that, you do like interviews. I've done like. I've done like 10 interviews in the past week, every single morning, just an interview. And then you get like two offers for an internship. So like, it's, it's, all, it's super hard to get an internship in America because it's not secured, but it's your, it's at least it's your work. It's like how you get a real job. It's the same process. So that's kind of nice. Like you learn that early on. And you also like the classes thing is that I can choose what class to take as long as I've done the prerequisites. So right now I'm taking like a class that on my schedule, it says that I should take it in the fourth year. But I've already done the prerequisites last semester, and it's a really interesting class. It's called it's Robotics 101, basically. I've, and I really want to do this class. I could wait to do it, or I could do it now. And I wanted, I just like was so interested, so I was like, I'll do it now. And you can like design your own for, like uh, curriculum, as long as you take the mandatory classes, and you take them in the order prerequisites. Your advisor checks off on that. But it's all up to you. And but and like, well, it's not up to you actually, because you you have to get into the class. You have to be the first one to get the class. And sometimes the classes get booked up before you get to choose them. So your schedule kind of gets messed up every semester. That's, that's the fun part anyways. But you'll eventually get the classes you want. In the UK, at least, you'll never have to like scurry for classes. It'll always be like, you always have your classes. It'll always be rigid. So that's kind of nice. Another thing is that I think American universities are better at more like technical majors. So America is more business focused. It's more like, obviously, it's capitalist. So if you, if you care about like getting a job, in in like in the commercial industry, America is way better than the UK. UK tech like this is obviously from what I've seen. Some people would argue differently, but I say that the UK is way better for like pure sciences, math, biology, uh, physics, economics, business. Like 
pure sciences with the research, like I think the UK is much better at. America is much better at like hands-on stuff, applying your knowledge to like commercial industries and that kind of thing. And especially at like like really good universities for like engineers, for example, there's always maker spaces. So for Georgia Tech, we have something called the Flowers Invention Studio, which is basically just a maker space, which means that they have 3D printers, they have drills, they have laser cutters, they have water jets, they have uh, machining equipment for metals, they have uh, sewing equipment, they have soldering equipment for electronics, they have everything you need to make any project you want. And so for like an engineer, it's like the dream. It's like all these equipment, and it's free. Like all you have to do to use these equipment are like mostly just get trained. And then you get, so you get trained and you can use them within like a certain period of hours. But if you get trained on everything, you can apply to be a PI and you work for three hours a week and then you get 24 seven access. So you can use it at all times if you get trained. And so now I'm getting trained to be a PI. But like, that's something that's cool that American universities have that I know that most universities here have. I don't know if the UK has it, but it seems on brand for like America to like do these kinds of things. So that's like why I end up choosing Georgia Tech over Imperial College. Thank you so much. It's really amazing how you're describing everything in detail. You really helped us out so much. We learned so much from this interview. It's like, Frankie, it's something that we don't really get to see a lot. Like, it's like, okay, mechanical engineer. Okay, Georgia Tech, but like we never see people like you who say, okay, this is everything you need to know about mechanical engineering. What can you do with a mechanical engineering degree? What can you do like from an American university? What do you gain? What insight do you gain? And thank you so much. And I know that all of our listeners and everyone will really appreciate everything that you've done. So thank you. No problem. That's like the whole point, I guess. Yeah. Listening from someone else sometimes is like good enough. Especially if you don't have older siblings because me and Marie don't have any yeah. older siblings. So I, didn't, is- I didn't have older siblings as well. My sister, like I helped her out with some things. But at the end of the day, a big part of university is just like you and your work. Like there's only so much advice you can get before it's like just up to you. And then like you have to realize that university is also luck, like emphasis on luck, especially American universities. Big part of it is luck, you guys. Like just like the recruiter was in a good mood. They they found something really nice that in because obviously like if the recruiter is Arab and then everything we say is like about the UAE, they're like gonna be like, this is not that cool. Like I've seen this like ten thousand times. You know, but if the, unit, if the recruiter like loves Dubai, he sees Dubai and goes, oh, this person from Dubai, diversity, whatever, like they're gonna, they're gonna want you. So a big part of it is just like luck. So like, don't get demotivated by anything. Like it doesn't demand, your university is like the smallest indicator of your future success. Because once you're there, there are like, especially like, if you're gonna get into like Purdue, you're probably gonna need to get to anything like the same level as Purdue. If you're gonna get into like Georgia Tech, you're probably gonna get a lot of things similar level as Georgia Tech. And the rankings change every year. So it doesn't, the rankings don't really matter. So you're going to learn the same knowledge. It's just like what you want to do with it afterwards. That's mainly like it. So don't be demotivated when you get like 17 rejection letters, you get like three acceptance letters. It doesn't matter. Because we're all really scared of getting discouraged, especially because we're all applying now. When you see all the options and you're like, oh, I want to go for everything. And then you're scared of getting that letter of rejection back. It's really scary. And that's why a lot of people tend to go for safer options. And thank you so much for actually stating what you applied to and where you chose to go to and why you chose this over this, because a lot of us want to apply to the universities you mentioned, but we get scared that we won't get accepted. Like, oh, there's no way this university is going to accept me. Let me just avoid it. So you really inspired us to apply to these top universities. Yeah, but like definitely have backup plans. I mean, not a plan. Like you don't want to just sit at home for the next year and then reapply again. Like you want to have a plan. But if you do choose to take a gap year, which is pretty common, actually, uh, the only advice I'll have is that use that gap year usefully because universities, they're going to ask you like, what did you do in your gap year? Like take gap year is not always a bad idea. Like I've seen a lot of people do it and then they, their gap year is like basically what made their application. They usually just do internships. They do like research. They do something. As long as you do something impressive and like 
useful like don't just travel like don't go like i took my parents money and i traveled like that was my what i did my gap year they're not they're gonna be like that what a waste of a gap year especially americans like i'm not gonna say americans are poor but in america like there's there's a, this more intrinsic value for money so if they see you're the type of person who like wastes it and you don't really need it they're also less likely to offer you like a scholarship so you gotta you're gonna like you have to like there's always an alternative plan like don't worry if you you don't get into any university there's always something to do about that there's always next year and don't worry if like you didn't get into the university you wanted like you could transfer eventually and transferring is pretty common and easy and once you do get into university like don't worry like about the stress of university. like there's always another path just you gotta just chill it out yes would you if you would go back in time would you like tell you you still apply to all these universities or would you narrow down your options because you said something about how you regretted like applying to some of them, but would you still do that? Like go into you said twenty plus, I think, in the US and five in the UK. Would you still go back to that? Yeah, I'd still the do the same the same amount. I wouldn't do the same universities. I would I would do the same amount because you have to maximize your chances. If you can afford it, obviously like applying to universities is expensive. So like not everyone can like do 20 universities. So if you can, you have the opportunity, I would do it. It's a lot of work, but I would do it. But I would be more like like I would be more uh, uh, what's the word? Yeah. Um, sort of like I'd be more intentional with my like universities. Like I just kind of looked at rankings and then I like kind of go into their websites and like I didn't really, I was like these are pretty good. They're all the same, but they're not the same. Like I would look into their programs. I'd look into like what I wanted to do. I'd look at what they can offer me because of what I wanted to do. I I know I'm studying mechanical engineering, but like what other things do they have? Like a robotics club? Do they have like a machining lab? Do they have good research? What kind of research do they do? Like, I'd be more into like what kind of, cause in, in senior year, I think we all get distracted. Like we just wanna go, we wanna have fun, we wanna hang out and like, just wanna finish this like AMS sheet and then go to sleep. And like, I've done so much work the past three years. I wanna, I wanna be able to like, just chill out. But like, just, just like, if you do like an hour every day, just researching into universities within a month, you probably know everything you need to know. Like that's something you should, you should probably do. And that's probably what I would change. Just like be more intentional about choosing which university I want to apply to. Have a good idea of if I get into that university, what program would I, would I choose? It's hard to, like, it's hard, easy to forget like what program each university offers, especially when they're 20, like different universities. So that's why like you make like a folder, a university folder, and then make like a, a Word document for each one and like see kind of like the pros and cons. And then once you have acceptance letters, you just look at this, those papers that you wrote for yourself for the ones the acceptance letters and you just compare like, okay, this one had this and this one had this and I was interested in all these different ones. Let me do some more research now. And then you go into specifics and definitely, definitely, definitely don't be afraid to email like students from the universities. Don't be afraid to email professors from the universities. People don't care like if you apply, like a lot of us like we get intimidated, like who's this random high school student? No, people don't care. They, people like to help. So just email, send emails like, even if they don't answer, like nothing, no, nothing bad is gonna happen. And then use LinkedIn. I'm sure like, I don't know if you guys have it, but you basically like get LinkedIn and then like, just make a small profile for yourself. You don't have to put any experiences, but then go into the university page and look at like the students who are there and kind of look at what their career path looks like and be like, this is kind of cool. Like, and then just cold, do a cold message, like connect with them, send a cold message like, hey, uh, I'm a high school student in Dubai. And like, if you find someone from Shaifat at that university, that's even better because it always tells you like few people like also work where you work. And so if you were in Shaifat, someone from Shaifat will pop up. Like, yeah, like, I'm interested in like one, two, three, like what was your experience like? And just kind of reach out to people. People want to like, most people like to help. Makes them feel useful. <laughs> it was such a delight to have you here on our show or <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you would like to say as a final word to our listeners? Uh, yeah, I'll probably say that university is not going to be what you expect. 
it's gonna be what you want, like whatever you want it to be. You you like whatever you, you want it to be, you make it into. If you want to go there and party, you're gonna find parties. If you want to go there and research, you're gonna find research. But there's definitely like it's much bigger than school. You're not everyone's. You're not gonna know everyone. You're gonna know less. You're probably gonna know if you know 100 people, you're not gonna see them except like especially at like a big university like that's in in the city. You're gonna see them like once or twice while you're walking. But that's the nice thing. You're like surrounded by all these different people who have all these different aspirations especially if you go to a good university they all have these different aspirations they all have these different goals just be like more open-minded i think when when we're in high school this is pretty common if you're listening to this you're probably doing this we we we're getting we're getting to click okay we're all judgy and we're all mean like it's it's very it's such a high school thing everyone's judgy everyone's mean you don't want to talk to this person because maybe they're not cool enough for you to talk to or like everyone why are you just talk to this random guy like if you could start from school start like socializing more and talking to everyone and just under seeing how people think that's what uni is you're going to be talking to people who like maybe when you first get to to university you're gonna have a high school mentality you're like why is this guy talking like just just stop talking but then you're going to start realizing like this person is probably actually better than me and maybe i should learn from them and that's kind of like you got you're gonna to have to lose your high school mentality or else you're gonna lose like a lot more in university and i don't know if you guys it's, it's probably hard to shake it off while you're in high school you're gonna understand maybe me to say but it's very true like you're gonna have to. You're, everyone changes when they go to university, and if they don't, there's not much to say after that. Honestly. Thank you so much for this. We're really happy we had you today. Honestly, you were very influential, and we loved the interview. We learned so much, and you really opened our eyes to different things that no one really talks about. So thank you so much for that. No problem.